0: welcome to episode one of the girl mayhem podcast I am your host raya and welcome so by the title of this <laughs> of this episode you might be scratching your head a little bit and wondering what it's about but it's the new year it's 2019 welcome to the first couple months of writing 2018. On all of your checks, if you still write checks, I do not, personally. Or on all of your schoolwork, if you are still in school or in college, welcome. Or any work where you have to write a date on it. So, have fun with that. Um, I personally haven't had to write the dates in a while on anything. And that's because I'm a bad Virgo. Yeah, you heard me. I want to be organized and i want to plan and i want to do all that stuff i want to make goals and vision boards but i'm a bad virgo now if you don't know anything about horoscopes or astrology let me just like loop you in on exactly what it means to be a virgo sign Um, so virgo is the sixth astrological sign in the zodiac and basically, the traits of a Virgo are. Oh my God, I cannot even find this right now. See, this is for on the spot, you know, podcasting. Okay. Virgo traits. Virgo's personality includes analytical, intelligence, modest, capable, dedicated, humble, wise, witty, and well spoken. Quite undistraordinary. What? No. I'm sorry. They're quite introverts and they are they are water signs. So um, yeah, I no, we're an earth sign. Why did I say a water sign? I cannot read today. Are we? Oh my God, guys, I can't today. It is Monday, which is ugh, not a good day for me. See, I'm a bad Virgo. I don't plan. I I planned, but I didn't plan for this sidetrack topic to happen of me like trying to explain what a Virgo is but anyway we're an earth sign um not a water sign I don't know why I said water we're not a water sign we're an Earth sign but typical traits of Virgos are like planning being organized being basically like a type a personality um which I can be but no I'm more of like a type b plus Virgo. Like, I'm organized in some areas of my life, but other areas I'm just not. Like, right now, I'm sitting at my dining room tabor, tabor, table. <laughs> I'm sitting at my dining room table, which is full of like stuff all over it. Like, I am a bad Virgo. So, I wanted to talk this episode about, you know, being different than what your horoscope is, but I also wanted to talk about resolutions because as for me, for a resolution, I want to be a better Virgo. And that's going to sound so stupid. And I know a lot of people are not into horoscopes. Um And so, or astrology. So a lot of people might be like, what the fuck are you talking about? But basically I want to be more organized in 2019. And I want to do more things. I want to actually plan ahead. I want to have goals and stuff for 2019. Because 2018, I didn't have a goal. I didn't have a plan. Like, I have plans in my head, but I don't put them down on paper. So I don't execute them. Because I forget about them. After a while, I get complacent, and I stop doing it. So one of my goals for 2019 was to start this podcast. And I'm not going to lie. I just jumped right in to this. I have a mic, but it's not working. I tried to record with it twice this morning, but I was getting some weird feedback signal. So I'm just going to scratch the mic. Fuck that. We're just going to do it this way. I'm just going to talk into my computer, into my laptop. And I apologize for any weird sounds that you might hear in the background that gets picked up. I have a dog, so he might be walking around. He might start barking in the middle of this and I might have to quiet him. Um, He's very antsy today. I'm going to take him later and we're going to go to a park. Here he comes right now. Hi, Zeppelin. (laughs) <laughs> anyway. Um so I wanted to talk about resolutions and talk about goals for 2019 and discuss kind of like where I want to be a year from now. And then I wanted to hear like what you guys have as a resolution. So like what are your resolutions for 2019? Like what are your goals? Are you also maybe a bad Virgo or a bad whatever? Like do you feel like there's an area in your life that you can improve upon. Also, again, my filler word is like, and I'm sorry, and also um. So if you hear that a lot, I do apologize. But anyway, we're going to talk about like resolutions today. We're going to talk about where resolutions come from. So where does resolutions come from? So if you didn't know, resolutions apparently have a historical beginning um, tied to religion. So Babylonians made promises to their gods at the start of each year that they would return borrowed objects and pay their debts. The Romans began each year by making promises to the god Janus, Janus Janus, for whom the month of January is named. So I'm gonna say Janus, Janus, I don't know. In the medieval area, in the medieval era, the Knights took the peacock vow at the end of the Christmas season each year to reaffirm their commitment to chivalry. And then at watch night services, many Christians prepare for the year ahead by praying and making these resolutions. So if you have a New Year's resolution, there you go. That's where it's tied to. Um, it also has many other religious parallels. So during Judaism's New Year, Rosh Hashanah, through the high holidays and accumulating in Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, one is to reflect upon one's wrongdoings over the year and both seek and offer forgiveness. So... Yeah, if you see that, like, apparently it's very heavily tied to religion, Um, which I find religion fascinating and, like, learning about other cultures and other religions, but I myself am not religious, but I digress from the topic at hand. We're talking about resolutions. So my resolution in 2019, I have a few. One is I'm currently living in an apartment at the far south end of the city This is going to be my second year and I have until August to find a new place or I'm going to resign my lease in August, I guess. I don't know. My goal is to hopefully, I don't think I can raise the money in time, but I'm going to try my hardest to save all the money I possibly can to put a down payment on a home. So this time in August, hopefully I will have a down payment on a house and I'll be living by myself in a home. That is my goal. Now, I know like it's a big goal because I'm going to have to like save up like about maybe $60,000. So we'll see. But I want to be in a house. I'm done. I'm tired of paying rent. Like the rent I'm paying now, I could be paying towards a mortgage on a house. So I'm ready. Let's do this. Um. So yeah, I want to get a house around this time next year. I want to be in a house Hopefully. Um, I want to be starting my own business, so I am looking into becoming a real estate agent at the end of this month. I'm going to start classes, or the beginning of next month, I should say, because I get the money at the end of this month. Um, I'm also starting my own content writing agency, which is a whole side thing for small businesses and e-commerce businesses, so that's exciting. Um and i currently have a full-time job so i'm trying to do all this while i have a full-time job um, which is my full-time job is going to go to paying my bills so and any extra income i get for my full-time job for like overtime or holiday pay all of that is going to be saved i'm not going to spend it on things i'm going to save it well okay i'm a bad virgo so i have a bill a few bills i need to like save and pay off too so loans and all that stuff. I want I want to pay off everything and I want to save money, which unfortunately means where I live, I live in a city where there's a lot of things to do. I live in uh, Texas. I live in Austin, Texas. So there's a lot of music venues to go to. and There's a lot of stuff, but like you have to either pay to park or you have to like, if you get there and you're hungry, you have to pay for food. It's just like there's a lot of things you have to pay for. So I tr- I want to be more social and more active and outgoing this year in 2019, but part of the reason why I stay home is I've been trying to save money so that I could eventually, you know, buy a house or pay off my student loans and stuff like that so I have less debt. But it's hard to do when you live in a city and you live so far south away from everyone else when everyone lives in like the north or central part of Austin and you're living in the far south of Austin and there's like barely anyone down here that you know of. So it's just hard to find people. Like today, I have $20, $30 in my bank account right now and again because of bills And I want to take my dog to the dog park, but I have a half a tank of gas. So I also have $20 in cash on me, though, too, because I plan for this. But it's like I have another week and a half until I get paid again. So do I go to the dog park with my dog, which I probably most likely will because he's been cooped up for a while inside with me. Um, Like I take him on walks daily, but it's not like to a dog park where he can run around and play. So do I take him out there and, like, use the gas for that and then, you know, hope and pray that my gas, when I refill my tank, lasts throughout the entire week for work? Or do I, like, stay home with him and just take him on walks around here and take him to the dog park here on, on like, the apartment complex property and not take him on an adventure, which I want to take him on more adventures this year. So, we're going to go later today after I'm done recording this. It's 11 a.m. right now on Monday. Because I was supposed to do this last night, but last night I had axe-throwing. Which is a whole other topic, which we can talk about at some point, hopefully. I'm hoping to have two of my axe-throwing friends join me on the podcast so we can talk about it then. Um. So, yeah, I want to do more adventures, I want to save money, so I have to you know, plan. Again, I need to be a good Virgo, and I need to plan out events in the future so that I can like make sure I have the money for them and also be setting aside money for my goals, my long-term goals. So how do you, I keep myself accountable for achieving my goals or implementing my words for 2019? I kind of have a prompt list here that I'm looking at on my phone just so I can kind of try to keep myself on track here. Um, so yeah, how do you guys keep yourself accountable? Do you have a vision board? Like I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos lately, online, of people who are making dream or vision boards for 2019, and they state it helps them visualize their goals and see like if they're able to see it every day what they're able to do. And I've tried. I tried to do one last year for 2018, but the the poster board was too big and I didn't hang it up, and I just never finished it. And then I was going to do like a digital one this year, but I didn't get to it yet. So now I'm wondering, um, you know, what to do in that regard. Um, Like do I do a big poster board, but then I saw someone, they bought a cork board and they hung up a cork board and they like to cut out photos and stuff. So I might go that route and visualize it every day. I want to hang it up somewhere where I see it every day. When I walk out, I can be like, Okay, here's my vision board. Here's my dream. Here's what I'm going to do. What are the steps I can take to achieve those goals in 2019? So, how do you guys keep yourself accountable? I also have a planner, which I never use. I've never, I always buy a planner with the full intention of putting things in my planner, but I never do. And I think it's because I don't look at it enough. Whereas I look at my phone every day. So, if I put things in my phone on my calendar, it can set reminders for me, which is nice. But, do you guys have a planner? Like, Maybe I just need to do that, like every day, write my stuff down in the evening, like for the entire week on a Sunday, and then every morning look at my calendar, my planner, and see what's coming up that day. So, yeah. Um, What is one new thing I want to learn this year in 2019? Well, like I said, I am going into real estate school, but I think I also want to download the app Duolingo. And I think I want to teach myself Spanish because, again, I live in Austin, Texas, um, so we're very close to Mexico and the border, and I think Spanish is definitely one of those languages that um, you definitely need to learn uh, when you live in the United States. So I definitely want to learn Spanish. Um, I think, it again, the only thing I took Spanish in high school, and the only thing I remember from... Spanish in high school, in high school, is Puedo ir Albanio, and donde esta la biblioteca, which everyone remembers, but, and like gracias, and, you know, de nada, and como estas, and muy bien, gracias, y tu, and, like, I can have, like, a, ba- a very, very basic conversation in Spanish, but I want to be able to be fluent in it, um, so what am I ready to, like, go of this year? So one thing I'm ready to let go of this year, and I know that I am awful at this, is I like to give people shit. <laughs> Again, I'm a Virgo, um, and we we kind of, when Virgos are telling people the truth, we kind of don't hold back when we tell people the truth. We kind of have a no tact when it comes to telling people the truth about something, which is a Virgo trait, um, but a lot of people... <laughs> don't take that trait very well. So I need to rein in that trait. I need to just like pull back on the reins and kind of slow that trait down. Um, So yeah, that's one thing I need to do in 2019 is just like kind of pull back on that trait. Um, be a little bit nicer and tactful when telling people something that you know, they may not want to hear what they asked to hear, so I just, instead of, like, being blunt and telling them straight up, like, yo, no, like, I'm calling you out on your shit, maybe be a bit nicer about it. Anyway, um, how do I keep a positive attitude in the middle of the winter's gloom? So I'm not going to lie, keeping a positive attitude in the middle of winter, well, I say winter, it's, like, 65 here in Texas, it's 70, um... Keeping a positive attitude is hard, like, especially with our generation where, and by our generation, I'm like, I was born in 1991, so technically, like, I'm still in that millennial generation, but it's hard. BuzzFeed released an article recently, and I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. Let me look it up really quick for you guys, but it's hard to keep being positive when so many things are happening that make people so depressed. So, like, one thing... Oh, there he goes. He's about to bark. Zeppelin, no. There he goes. Zepp. You're going to hear him bark. Bar. It's hard to keep a positive attitude when our generation is depressed. And BuzzFeed released a an article on their BuzzFeed News called How Millennials Became the Burnt Out Generation. And I'm just going to read a little excerpt from that. Yet the more work we do, the more efficient we've proven ourselves to be, the worse our jobs become. Lower pay, worse benefits, less job security. Our efficiency hasn't bucked wage stagnation. Our steadfastness hasn't made us more valuable. If anything, our commitment to work, no matter how exploitative, has simply encouraged and facilitated our exploitation. We put up with companies treating us poorly because we don't see another option. We don't quit. We internalize that we're not striving hard enough, and we get a second gig. Now, I want to talk about this. This is why we are so depressed. We are depressed because we're not making enough money to live. Rent is on the rise. Being the the quality like okay, let me start back over because I'm getting kind of like frustrated at this. So the cost to live is higher than what we are able to make. And people have to go out and get second jobs to even just try to pay off their loans or pay their rent or be able to put food on the table. I'm saying this as someone who had a discussion with people last night where every single one of us were females and we were all talking about how we had to get a second job to be able to afford things. I'm not even kidding you. All of us females were like, oh, yeah, well, maybe we can do like Instacart or maybe we can do Favor or maybe we can drive for Lyft. How sad is it that we had no like we didn't even think about it as like oh, it's, we should have to get a second job. Like, we just all thought of, like, yeah, we're going to have to get a second job to, like, be able to pay our bills and be able to eat. How fucking sad is that? That it wasn't a, oh, no, my my company should be giving me a raise or I should be being paid more for what I'm expected to do. (laughs) But, yeah, how sad is that? Uh, you're going to hear him do that boo from the background. I apologize. I've stopped this to try to make him, to like give him time to stop barking or doing his pre-bark as I call it. But he's still doing it. Yeah, I'm talking about you, dude. I'm talking about you. Anyway, yeah. How sad is that? Like that we had no second thought to, oh yeah, we're going to have to get a second job to pay our bills. Yeah. Yeah. And you wonder why we have to go to our parents and be like, hey, can you spot me some money? Or if we're able to go to our parents and even ask them that, like, can you spot me some money? Which I feel so guilty asking my parents for money. So guilty because I'm like, oh, I'm 27. I should have my life figured out by now and I should not have to rely on my parents for money. That is where I should be. But alas, I do sometimes have to ask them to spot me and cover me. Anyway, next topic. So how do I stay positive in amidst all of this? It's I'm not going to lie. It's very hard to. One thing I do to stay positive is I go and hang out with my friends, um, being around other people who are either experiencing the same thing as me, like we're able to talk it out, or we're able to like joke or laugh about it, and it definitely helps uh, to keep the positivity you know, going. Um, you know, I just think ahead to the future and I'm like, okay, well, this is what I'm going to have to struggle. I'm going to have to hustle for a while, but this is what I can do to like help myself, all that jazz. Um, so let's see, what is the world missing right now? You know, kind of what we just talked about again. Um, and if I could change my community in one way, what would I change? If I could change my community in one way, well, if I could change the community in one way around me and what I define as my community is the area in which I live and have an impact with is there is a lot of homeless people here in Austin, Texas, a lot of people without homes who are usually banging on the street corners for money or for food I want to figure out a way that I can have items in my car for them where if I'm stopped at a stoplight and someone's asking me for something, I can hand them like, hey, here's like a bag to lunch for like today. But I need it to be things that are not um, perishable that so I can or not easily perishable so I can keep it in my car for a while. So when I do come across them, I can hand them to them. Because I don't come across them as often on my way to work now as I did before because of the location change. So I don't know, I thought about maybe peanut butter and jelly sandwiches or but people might have allergies or like an orange or an apple or something like that. But I there I've never seen I lived in Chicago before this, but the homeless presence here in Austin, Texas. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, And I see them with dogs, too, a lot. So I've been thinking about, okay, well, maybe I can get, like, canned dog food, too. So I can, like, have dog food for the dogs and, like, stuff for the people that I can give them. You know, all this stuff. But, again, that costs money. And we just had that whole conversation earlier about money and not making enough to even support ourselves. To the point where I have $20 in my bank account. And yet I'm still thinking about people who have nothing and are begging on the streets. So it's kind of like I want to help people that have nothing, but I only have $20 to my name. But like I have a roof over my head and I have food in my fridge and I have gas in my car and I have a way to get more food in the meantime should I run out of food at home before I get paid. Like I have a way to do that. Whereas these people don't. So, if you guys have any like ideas or thoughts on like what we can do to you know help or what you're gonna what you want to do to help make your community better, I would love to hear them like in the comments. Like, please feel free to comment below. Um, if you're on SoundCloud, obviously you can leave comments. So you can find us at SoundCloud.com slash girl mayhem and you can definitely comment on there and leave comments i love comments um i'll always respond or you can send us an email directly at uh the email address is the girl mayhem at gmail.com t-h-e-g-i-r-l-m-a-y-h-e-m at gmail.com And you can send us like your resolutions. I'd love to hear them. We can talk about those if you want. You can send us your goals. How are you going to be efficient in 2019? Like, what do you do? Are you going to create a vision board? Uh, What motivates you? Like, tell us like one thing you want to learn in the new year. I would love to hear all of those. And how you plan on maybe helping your community this year. So for me, if I can't, stuff, maybe I'll go and donate stuff to a shelter or I'll go volunteer at a shelter this year. That's one thing I want to do. So yeah, let me know. I would love to hear them. Um, I'm sorry that this is kind of more, I don't think this is very funny, this episode. It was definitely more like kind of serious, Um, but I do hope that more uh, episodes in the future will be a little bit, you know, more fun and engaging for you guys. And again, I apologize. I, this is early for me, 11, because I went to bed late last night. So yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, I want to hear all your thoughts and everything and have a great rest of your week and we'll see you guys next Monday. Okay. Bye.